Time to check in now with our traveling correspondent, comedian Tom Papa, in a segment we call Out in America. Tom, are you there? I'm here, Chris. On behalf of Live From Here, I'm continuing my journey across the country, trying to shine a light on all the good people in America. This week, I made a return trip to Cleveland, Ohio. It was as hot and humid as an August heat wave. It seemed like every guy in the city, regardless of age or size, was walking around with their shirt off, like a half-naked zombie welcoming committee. I landed in the Cleveland airport and headed to baggage claim amid posters of LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers from a happier time. I gathered up my bags and met my driver. Her name was Julia. She was in her early 60s, had long braided hair and the most gloriously painted long nails I had ever seen. Shaking hands with her was like reaching into an unorganized knife drawer. The limousine company had called her last minute to come and pick me up. This was supposed to be her day off, but she said she was happy to do it, even though she had to leave her dogs behind. They're my babies, she said. Trust me, they were not happy when I got the call. I didn't even put my shoes on, but they knew. They always know, and they were staring daggers at me. I asked her what kind of dog she has. I have two chihuahuas. They are the cutest, fattest chihuahuas you've ever seen. They are so bougie. They have their own stroller, their own bed. They even have fancy hats. I'm telling you, these chihuahuas are bougie. Have you ever learned a new word from a woman in Cleveland and thought it was the greatest word of all time? I have. Julia was a teacher and retired with benefits, but got bored and started driving just to be around people. The only bad part of the job is when she has customers with attitude. Oh, they act all bougie. When I have a pickup from this one airline, I can guarantee it's bougie time. It happened just last night. I was waiting for over an hour and they march up, no hellos, and just start right off with their demands. I told them straight up, now wait a minute, you better pump your brakes now. They looked at me like no one had ever told them to back off in their lives. They were so bougie. I'll tolerate it from my chihuahuas, but not from them. When she dropped me off at the hotel, she told me it was a good one and that they had a nice steakhouse inside. She said they have those fancy Japanese steaks. I think it's called Wagyu. I said, oh yeah, those are the cows whose feet never touch the ground. She said, hey, that sounds just like my chihuahuas. They're so bougie. After I checked into my room, I decided to go for a walk down by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The humidity was made worse by the scorching sun, so I tried to follow the shade. Have you ever tried to stay on the shady side of the street, ended up headed in the wrong direction, and had no choice but to sit in an outdoor cafe, drinking cold beer and eating buffalo wings? I have. What is it about an outdoor cafe that's so appealing? It must have something to do with being able to sit where everyone else is walking. It's like being at home and watching the traffic report. It just makes you warm inside. That's where I met Paul and Val. They were drinking glasses of rosé, and from their appearance, it looked like they had been there a while. They had their shoes off, their feet up on opposite chairs, and their T-shirts rolled up, exposing farmer's tan on their sweaty arms. They looked like two parrot heads at the end of a long Jimmy Buffett concert. They live in the suburbs of Cleveland, but were staying downtown just miles from their home to get away from their children, who are 30 and 32. 
We thought we'd finally enjoy our retirement, but they never leave us alone, Paul said. My son came over the other day asking for $200 for a new phone. Can you believe that one? He makes his own money, but doesn't want to spend it. It's outrageous. I was so angry. So tell him what you did, Val said. I gave it to him. I just can't say no. And then the funniest thing happened. They took one more sip of their rosé, leaned against each other, and fell asleep like two squishy pink bookends. Have you ever found yourself sitting alone with an unconscious couple and felt like it would be rude if you didn't help them finish their bottle of wine? I have. After two more hot days in Cleveland, where the temperatures brushed against the 100-degree mark, it was time to go. The car pulled up to the hotel, and out popped Julia again. I was really happy to see her, but she looked angry. The car was running, but she couldn't find the keys. They have to be in here. I wouldn't be driving, but I can't find the damn things. Well, let's just get you to the airport. As we drove along, she seemed a little more tired than when we first met. She said she had her last treatment last night. It turns out she's been battling lymphoma. Things look good, but I don't wish this on anyone. I survived three surgeries, nonstop treatments, and just had to go back for two more. They said, Julia, you are one strong woman. I said, thank you, but how strong do I have to be? Before I got out, I reached into the center console and found her keys beneath the leather gear shift cover. She was so happy she gave me a gigantic hug. It was a good hug. I told her that I'd see her again and that maybe she wouldn't lose the keys if she had the old-fashioned kind that had to go into the ignition. She said, I can't get some old beat-up car. You know me. Yes, I do, I said. You're Julia, and you are so bougie. That's it for me. Until next time, this is Tom Papa out in America. Here for Tom Papa. Remember to get Tom's new book, Your Dad Stole My Rake and other family dilemmas available now wherever books are sold.